welcome back to the bookish besties where we talk about books and occasionally their film adaptations we're your co-hosts seher and taya in this week's episode we will be discussing the lion the witch and the wardrobe written by c.s lewis yes and just to let you know this is not a spoiler free podcast listen at your own risk yes let's move on so basically this book is about four children peter susan lucy and edmund who live with this old dude in some crusty dusty mansion thingy (laughs) (laughs) and basically lucy one day just discovers that there's a wardrobe if you go into the wardrobe (laughs) and like you exit it like there's this other universe on the other side and that place is narnia and then she comes back from narnia tells her siblings about it and they're all like that's cap and then edmund comes with lucy because he's like why not he chases after her when she tries to like go back again after she was told that they're kidnapping the children but whatever yeah and then edmund met the white witch and then all of the four children they entered the wardrobe and went into narnia and they're trying to fulfill the prophecy of four children of adam and eve taking these four thrones there to get rid of all bad i guess so yeah that's basically the summary okay i have a few things to say about this book first of all this was written in like 1950s i was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt because obviously growing up i heard a lot about these books and the movies and i was thoroughly disappointed this has really nothing to do with the book itself but there is no oxford comma in the lion the witch in the wardrobe and i don't trust people who don't use the oxford comma it's not really an option at this point like oxford commas just make everything look better i don't know why you wouldn't use them exactly they're right don't not use them it's weird Um, the only interesting part of the story, I think, was the beginning and the whole concept of, like, oh, there's this world of Narnia behind this wardrobe in the back, you know? That's such, like, a very kid's idea. Yeah, I think, like, the only entertaining part was the world building. Yeah. I mean, these are pretty short books, and they still managed to make it, like, a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, it was, like, a hundred pages or something. It's, like, 180, at least in my copy, but I don't know. Just, I personally didn't like was the Christian imagery, because there's a lot, and the whole thing is just rooted in Christianity, not only with the sons of Adams and the daughters of Eve, but then like just everything about it. I don't know why. I'm assuming that was like the whole point, but they seem to forget that there's other religions and these kid colonizers coming in. Um, yeah. I didn't really like the book. Okay, I heard so much about the book growing up and stuff. I never read it or watched the movies, but like it didn't live up to my expectations and it was pretty boring to be honest. After all the children they like entered Narnia and they met those beavers. I kind of just like skimmed the rest of the book. So um, (laughs) like Taya was saying, there's a lot of Christian imagery, like a lot of it. It's kind of weird to think about because if this was like any imagery with any other religion, the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe would not be as popular as it is. Oh my god, did you know C.S. Lewis went to Oxford University? Oh my god! And doesn't even use the Oxford comma. <laughs> okay, well, well, wait, are they not related? Like, did they not come up with that? Or was, like, d- is the university named after the comma? Or is the comma named after the university? Did the university invent the comma? Or is it just a coincidence? I, I really don't know. It's not, a, it's probably not a coincidence, but, like, 
Here, wait, wait, I'm gonna Google it. Okay, the serial comma is also known as the Oxford comma because using the serial comma is the style recommended by the influential Oxford University Press. Okay, so they are kind of connected, wow. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah, so just overall, it definitely didn't live up to the expectation and was boring. Yeah, that's basically all. There's gonna be a lot of slander in this podcast episode, so look forward to it. <laughs> yeah, if you actually like this, you might want to leave. Um, also, I did not realize that C.S. Lewis was British. That's why I was when I was watching the movie, I was confused because everyone Bro, had British okay. accents. How did you think it was American? I it don't know. British. You didn't read it as British children? No. I, okay, it makes Bro. sense that it's British, but I don't know. I thought, like, maybe there was, like, religion. <laughs> maybe there was religion? Wait. <laughs> they sound British, though. They do? Yeah. I just thought they sounded old, but maybe they did sound British. <laughs> they British? sounded so old, though. Yeah, no, they kind of talked like old people. They did. I mean, yeah, probably the time, too. But yeah, page 11, they were already referring to these children as daughters of Eve and sons of Adam. Like, what do you expect? Oh, okay. What are we moving into next? Movie review. It was so much better. It was so entertaining, even though it was the exact same plot, which I don't understand why. Okay, one thing that I do think is because this is, like, the first book where I've liked the adaption more than the book itself, and I think that's because for a lot of, like, adaptations for books and things, they change it up a lot, but, like, Narnia, it's basically the same thing, like, the movie and book, so I think because they, like, kind of stayed true to the original content, and because it's this, like, fantasy world visualizing it is very like intriguing and entertaining so i think that was kind of just better and more entertaining in my opinion yeah even though these movies are like 16 years old the production quality is pretty high like with the cgi and yeah, stuff it was. like you could notice a little bit like oh that's a green screen but it was it was fun to watch and i found it interesting to be honest it was just like boring to read it was a little boring to watch but not as much there was more Christian references in the books, I feel like, because they kind of dialed it back with the Sons of Adam and the Daughters of Eve, but that's the only way they addressed these children. They did not address them as, like, people or their names. Yeah, no, every chapter they would, and, like, they kept on comparing Christmas to, like, oh, wait, you don't have Christmas in this different universe? That's kind of evil. Like, bro, do you understand? Like, it's only children that gets, like, presents on Christmas, right? I it's mean, not adults like... get them, but it's not from santa i mean but they're like getting it for themselves from other adults <laughs> Oops. they act like that's the worst thing about this universe or this world is that they don't have christmas yeah i'm just like public schools and stuff like they don't give like any sort of like what is it called like during ramadan it's not like acknowledged at all that like muslim students can't like drink water or like eat and they don't like set up places for prayer or anything and you get two weeks off for a two-day holiday yeah it's just like ramadan isn't really acknowledged at all or any other religion or holiday like hanukkah as well yeah or any other religious holiday it's not acknowledged like at all especially in like public school american public school and like everywhere else but especially where we are at least like it's 
it's not really acknowledged. Yeah. And for the fact that, like, not all children celebrate Christmas, like, calm down. I know. I mean, they are children, and, like, I guess Christmas is fun for them, so they're like, whoa, Christmas. But, like, oh my god, they refer to it so much. And do they also understand that Narnia, they literally refer to these children from a different universe as children of Adam and Eve? I don't think, like, the religion of Christianity is a religion that is something that is followed by people in Narnia, because it's, like, a different universe. Well, even so, you would think that, like, the universes is that why is there only one religion? Like, why? No, I don't think it's only one religion, it's just that these children are Christian, which is why they keep referring to everything in a Christian point of view. Okay, maybe the children aren't Christian, but, like, definitely the author was, like, trying to write it as that. Yeah, he's trying to convert all these children or something. I don't know. Yeah, so, like, it doesn't really matter. And, yeah, it's a different universe. And also, I don't understand. They're, like, it's winter all year long, so there's no Christmas. How does that work? Because isn't Christmas in winter? Yeah, they said it's winter all the time, but there's no Christmas. So, do they think there's always supposed to be Christmas because it's always winter? I don't know what your rant is about Christmas, but yes. Yeah, Yeah. if Narnia was, like, written about, like, any other religion, it would definitely not be very accepted. Yeah, it would not be as popular. Yeah, it would definitely wouldn't be popular. I think also, especially because this book is British, okay, and it's pretty popular, at least in America as well, so obviously Christianity is one of, like, one of the most popular religions in, like, Europe and North America, so if you think about that, I also think that did have an influence. They probably both helped each other out too, like, the language it was written in, geographical areas that it was published in and where it's set okay all the kids are white too like i mean what do you expect there's like no it's diversity 1950s. true i expect better but you it's know it's a what? white author they're not gonna i know add poc I know. yeah so that's just kind of sad because like i mean it'd still be like the same book but like it's a different religion it's not gonna be as popular or accepted yeah and that's another thing i was saying is like the whole book is based in christianity so if you take that out you really have nothing i'm not like a huge fan of cancel culture but if you decided to there's nothing to cancel in here anyway because there's nothing this doesn't have anything that happens i would personally rather see that this was not promoted anymore because it's just a little past its prime you know it's outdated and the only reason why i was talking about canceling it is because a lot of people are now like canceling books i especially see that on like book talk yeah because they don't have good diversity or authors write don't write like people of color or they write them like horribly i've heard people talking about that like i get if the author doesn't like add diversity no you're still gonna cancel it because like what if they have like a lot of misrepresentation of diversity and stuff you're not just gonna let that sit and be like okay well i didn't read the book so it's fine but like i'm just thinking about more in the fact of didn't have any representation rather than misrepresentation okay that's that's different but i do think it's also kind of like a problem if an author in all their books they just like never have any representation of like anything besides the norm yeah i think i think that's like an interesting topic that you bring up that's not really related to this book but like would you rather have white authors write people of color or not at all that's like a huge topic that i see talked about 
Yeah, personally, I feel like I'd rather just not. If you don't know how to write POC or other minorities, don't because it's just like bad representation. We yeah. don't even have that much. So it can be very damaging. Yeah, but like, please learn. Yeah, my main thing at least is like, treat all your characters the same. Like, make them well developed. Don't not develop a character or not have a good character and then base like their race on that. Yeah, it's not that hard to, at least in my opinion, it's not that hard to write a character. Just give them empathy, give them human emotions. Write them as anybody else. I mean, there's different ways you can, like, misrepresent. Maybe, like, you're making token characters and following stereotypes, or you're making their whole character about their race, or you're just acting like their race has nothing to do with their identity. Those are all ways of, like, misrepresenting. Exactly, and I, f- I also don't want people to, like, shy away, like, white authors to shy yeah. away of writing people of color, because that's a huge missed opportunity. Okay, don't be, like, shy. Try and, like, learn. Talk to other people is really the best way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you do have to put effort in it. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you should just shy away, but it means, like, you should learn how to do it, you know? Yeah, it's not going to be easy, but it's not, like, the most difficult thing in the world. If you're writing fantasy and can world build, you can write people of color. Okay, that was, like, a bit of a tangent that has, like, nothing to do with Narnia. (laughs) I mean, no, it it had a little bit to do with the lack of diversity, and I did want to bring that up, but I couldn't really think of any other books that that really went into, so. Oh, no, the plot was pretty okay, I guess. It's kind of boring. Yeah, it's just, like, a child finds a portal, goes to New World. Yeah, why are all these portal fantasies? Like, all of our kids, I feel like maybe that's more of a kid's topic, but portal fantasy. I feel like this is, like, unsafe for children. Just, like, imagine, like, children read fantasy books and now they're just searching for portals to like honestly and go to different worlds if your imagination's like that go for it i'm not saying that's an overused trope because there's so many different portals and i do think kids like it because oh it's the real world the regular world and then oh i can just go here and it like sparks your imagination but i would like to see maybe a little different unique ideas at least in my opinion because all the all the kids novels that we are covering is portal fantasy yeah like okay there's not even that many like fantasies of like where children are like already in the world it's just like portaling to places you know portaling to people <laughs> just say portaling okay <laughs> yes and we have a podcast actually i'm a really bad talker if that makes sense like i always miss um miss say words like well especially while i'm reading okay i did not realize that it was asland i read it as like asland asland one thing i was also gonna say about narnia i mean I, i'll i'll just say it now because i will forget is i was kind of like thinking about like when i was reading and watching the movie how it's just kind of sad to see as you can see like with the siblings like lucy is the youngest peter is the oldest you see when lucy's like look there's this place that goes to narnia and stuff and then the rest of them is just like they're like don't tell lies it's just kind of sad to see like okay lucy it kind of sounded like she may have been on crack or something because that does sound pretty weird but like also she was telling the truth and it's kind of sad to see like how's your like imagination like kind of like goes away as you're older and older because you get more accustomed to reality and that's like something like that you see between the dynamic of the younger and older siblings in Narnia. Yeah I did not picture them to have that big of an age difference as they did in the movie of like 10 years or whatever. Like I did not think the oldest would be like an old teenager like maybe like he was I thought he was like 14 or something. Okay well the actor was like 18. (laughs) I was looking up all the ages and like Lucy was like I literally thought they were like all seven or eight yeah i thought thought they were like similar in age in the book but no 
You know, I didn't even realize they were siblings. I just thought they were all friends in the book. That's kind of why I thought they were all around the same age. Yeah, it's kind of all Edmund's fault. If we're gonna be honest. Okay, let's move on to character now, and let's talk about how- Oh, I have some good things to say. This is pretty much all Edmund's fault, because, I mean, he was trying to protect them, and at least, I don't know if that was his initial intent, but the whole thing about, like, oh no, Lucy's lying, that's not true, there is no Narnia. I feel like that was, in his own way, trying to protect them, of, like, not going back, because the- he realized that the Wicked Witch- but then again, he went to her later, but one thing I wanted to mention is when they're named at the end, this is what they're named, right? Peter the Magnificent- Lucy the Valiant, Edmund the Just, and poor Susan just gets Susan the Gentle. Like, I would want another title than that, excuse me. Like, she's the one with bow and arrows and shit, and she gets Susan the Gentle. Like, what? Exactly, I was about to say. Oh my god, wait, can we just talk about, like, how Peter was sword fighting in the movie? That was so (laughs) embarrassing. (laughs) He's literally just swinging it around and just being like, I think I've been watching too much Merlin because honestly, I'm, I'm okay with that kind of, like, acting. No, but then also, also, the disappointing part, like, that was weird. Like, okay, Susan was much better yeah. at fighting than freaking Peter, and she is called the gentle? Like, what? It's a little sexist, because, like, when, yeah. when they all meet Aslan, except Edmund, because he's kidnapped, you know, um, Aslan sends Susan and Lucy go down to, like, prep food or whatever, and then he has this, like, war talk with Peter. Like, are you kidding me? I don't know. Maybe because they didn't want Lucy to be present, so then Susan needed to take her, but it was just like, oh, take the, the daughters of Eve down to go do food or whatever and I'm just like great I mean 1950s what do we expect but yeah it was just embarrassing and then I saw the white witch fight Peter and she could barely stand him off like they're both just swinging their swords barely fighting each other and it was (laughs) it was so embarrassing for the both of them and like the white witch like barely made it out of life made it out alive for some reason like with that sword fight in the movie so that was um something one thing i don't understand is why all these kids stayed in narnia like they actually grew up and i know time doesn't really pass but they grow to these like grown adults right and then they go back to real world and then they're kids and i'm like bro did you not want to go back home that's not what happened in the book though right they didn't go back to earth no they didn't go back to like the regular world in the books but they still i mean they did because there's more books about that maybe they didn't i'm not sure but i know in the movie they just like went back and then they were kids and i'm like that much that must suck like no imagine like you'd think they'd be smarter too from literal years in another universe are they not smarter well clearly not because there's like seven other books they're gonna get themselves into more issues bro you're literally a rich like person in charge of a nation and you're just gonna go back to earth as a child Like, what? I mean, Why they did colonize it, so they No, were... it literally, in the books, it literally did seem like they're about to colonize the place. I know! They just came in and they're like, cool. <laughs> they seem like... Yeah, no, I was, like, saying earlier with, like, the whole thing that, oh, Christmas happiness. Are they no Christian Christmas. missionary? That's cruel. No, literally, I'm like, okay, well, the people of Narnia are in for a woozy, but, um, yeah, another thing I wanted to say is the prophecy just doesn't make sense. Oh, about, like, how they need four? That's so specific. They need four sons of Adams and daughters of Eve. No, the part that doesn't make sense is that it's, like, once the, like, four, like, children are crowned, 
around, then there's going to be no more evil. Like, oh, so she wants to take away the children so then they can never fulfill the prophecy. And then, and then she wouldn't be in power if they were in power because she's like considered evil. So then bye bye with her. It's just such like a coincidence. Like, I guess if you're a kid, you're like, wow. I mean, not to be, I know this happens, but like, okay, it goes an older brother, an older sister, a younger brother, a younger sister. Okay, is this the Brady Bunch? I don't think so. Like, what, what is with this? I don't know. That's the same with, like, like, okay, we're covering Land of Stories next week, but it's the same with, like, that, okay? They're, like, twins. They're, like, they have red hair, green eyes. Like, those are the rarest traits. They're, like, completely different opposite personalities, but then they get along. Like, I'm just, like, what are with these siblings that can tolerate each other? I mean, it's probably because of their shared trauma. They don't have any. Well, they have to fight wars as children, so... Yeah, like, it's just, that whole prophecy thing is so weird because it's like, who even made that? Like, are you telling me that a human did not come before these four and then make this prophecy or something so then, like, humans could take over the place or, like, something? I don't know. Are you excited for the next? I feel like I'm gonna watch the rest of the movies, too, because that seems interesting. One thing I also wish that, like, happened more, um, often in children books is, like, because everything is so, like, white and black always in, like, children books, it's very, like, simple and, like... Oh, yeah, like, there's an evil person and then they're not. I wish there was more twisty stuff. No, like, I wish there was, like, just, like, more morally gray and ambiguous characters or, like, plots or something, right? That can, like, actually, like, get children thinking. But, yeah. Which is not good. And I think that, like, it would be healthy to, like, teach children about, like, moral ambiguity because then, like... Ambiguity? Ambiguity. Yes, that. Because, like, I don't know, like, just, like, teaching children, like, everything's, like, black and white and everything's wrong or right, I feel like that's not, like, the best thing to do when you can, like, actually, like, make them think about these things and, like, give them more complicated stories or something to digest and of like what they're always used to i also think as a child i really liked dark books so one thing i don't know anyone who has children or is a child read the brothers grim like all the fairy tales because it's the original fairy tales that are like super dark so i loved those my favorite was like hansel and gretel like even in the romanticized version it is dark but the original i gotta say like for an eight-year-old or whatever i highly recommend like even at the top of my head, I like, I can't think of like any children books that are like actually like more complicated. And I like I guess that's also because they're children books. That's another thing. People think that kids can't wrap their heads around complicated stories. And I think there should be more books that are written in like at least simpler language, not with adult themes in it. But still, that's still a children's story. There are certain things that shouldn't really be present in children's books, obviously. I mean, yeah, they're children books, so, like, not adult stuff, you know? Yeah, you don't need to dumb it down for these kids, I mean, unless they're really young, but I feel like that would be so much more interesting to read. Yeah, I would have, if that, like, books like that existed when I was a kid, I'd probably enjoy reading more. Like, I didn't, like, start reading until I was, like, in fourth and fifth grade. Are we finished talking about characters? I mean, what characters are there? Mr. Tumnus? Okay bro the actor that played him bro like weren't you saying he was i th- i thought you said he was james dashner at first and like i low-key kind of <laughs> see it i kind of like i feel like photoshop like did, like james dashner onto that i oh my god it, i think it'd work okay 
Also, why was he, like, shirtless and, like, he wore a scarf? I don't know. He was supposed to be, like, a, a fawn or whatever. Like, that's so weird. Like, put on a shirt or just, like, don't wear a scarf and freeze. Okay, but that- Mr. Tumnus acted like a serial killer in the in the book and the movie. Just his, like, change of emotions, it felt like he was faking it to want sympathy. And as, like, a Criminal Minds watcher, I was like, this is a red flag. Why is this child in this random animal's house and he's, like, crying on the floor having an emotional breakdown because he's trying My to kidnap God. her? Like, what? Like, boo-hoo, you're trying to kidnap the child and you're trying to vent to the child you're kidnapping? Like, shut up. Yeah, he just wanted <laughs> sympathy, yeah. Yeah. But like his emotions were so weird. It was a it was he was an odd character. Yeah, like why did the white witch like choose him? Everyone is white. Why is everyone white? Oh my god. <laughs> we already like, talked in about all, this. No, like no, literally, just like in all the Narnia like okay, I get if like the four children are white, like their siblings and everything, but why is everyone in Narnia also white? <laughs> the siblings? Of course the siblings. I mean maybe I mean, like, adoption or whatever, I don't know. Okay, adoption for the win. If someone's like, oh, I want my own kids, and they're like, well, you can adopt, and they're like, no, but I want my own. If you cannot wrap your head around adoption and adopting a child and that child being your real child, then you should not be a parent. That was a really random rant, but I saw that this morning, and it pissed me off. Yeah, like, yeah, and their genetics only change if they're your child or not. Children for the win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, so that and also lucy is really dumb like i'm sorry but like seeing in the movie how young she was made sense but in the book i thought she was around the same age so i'm like what is this dummy doing because like she literally <laughs> ran in there she like this kidnapper started like sobbing be like oh i don't want to kidnap you get out of here and then she went back and then she's like hey guys want to check out this guy that tried to kidnap me and then like she's like okay i'm just gonna go by myself and then evan's like no don't go and don't get kidnapped and then she's like whoopsie like why would she trying to get the rest of her siblings also kidnapped (laughs) honestly yeah she is a little bit lacking in the noggin yes Um, i mean like i kind of just like brought it up earlier again i guess i can just like go over it again because it's kind of a theme but just like imagination and like as you get older you're like more adjusted to reality and you're not as creative i guess and you have less imagination i was also gonna say christianity (laughs) and christian undertones actually overtones because the entire thing just screams christianity and religion so if you are christian or not if it doesn't bother you reading those things it's fine but like if you read these as a young child it might have like a heavy influence on you who knows i mean like if you're like christian or something reading it then like yeah you you would probably like these books a lot more but personally i didn't even know it was like how religious it was yeah it's not even well known for being religious it's just like oh it's a cool kid book i'm like dang if i was like a child like reading this because i'm muslim and not christian i probably would have been like but like you're a child so like you're kind of like what is this i read some pretty christian books as a kid so (laughs) okay you want to move on to what would you do now okay what What would would you do first question would you be like lucy and do you think you would have just like gone into the forest or whatever and just been like looking around being like woohoo and then trying to like get other people to go in there with you and trying to go back in there yes because my experiences with forests is to recruit people oh no yeah i'd probably cry um (laughs) 
I'd just start panicking if my closet turned into a freaking forest. Well, that too. Honestly, my closet... If I'm a child, that I'd probably just cry about. i just sit there and cry if I was Yeah, lazy. I don't have a door on my closet. That was, like, one thing as a child, so I never really mm-hmm. understood all these... Think about uh, Monsters, Inc., where, like, everyone's scared of, like, the closet doors. I just didn't understand because I didn't have, a, like, a door on my closet ever. No, yeah, I feel like my closets, they wouldn't be big enough for that either because a wardrobe, it's, like, kind of deep you can like walk into it and like there's some clothes and then there's like a forest or something yeah though i really did like how the movie portrayed the wardrobe itself and how it turned into the forest because it was so like accurate remember when we thought it was gonna be dorian oh my god so we we thought it was (laughs) thought the wardrobe was the painting of dorian gray because of how it was like covered i don't know i mean the queen like the wicked witch or whatever makes sense like a lot of the stuff that she does makes sense because like obviously to keep in power she's gonna kidnap children and kill them because then she can like keep power the one thing that she doesn't make sense okay not just christmas because that's (laughs) an important thing was winter how are you gonna grow food okay you're literally going to be in a shortage but then again if you do want to control people okay keep them on the brink of starvation that really sucks i mean winter you're not gonna be able to grow a lot of crops um there's a reason why we have like seasons and stuff and climate how would you induct like four random children from a different universe into a royalty they probably don't even understand like politics or anything like they just like came to this random universe and they're like woohoo we rule this place luckily for you we have edmund the just gosh (laughs) (laughs) and 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 peter the magnificent and susan the gentle and lucy the valiant so then they can all rule in harmony who in their right mind is like making these random children like okay sure it's a prophecy but like what like what did they do to like make all evil go away who knows what would you do if you were lucy and saw mr tumnus having an emotional breakdown because he was in the process of kidnapping you (laughs) i'd also probably start crying again (laughs) i just cry with him because i'm getting kidnapped or i just run but he's probably a lot faster than me so okay yeah i'm probably gonna answer like all these questions with just crying i was a pretty interesting kid but that's how I react to many situations. <laughs> how would you? Under stress, though, I get that. I would, I, I would be so scared because, like, this person's acting like a serial killer trying to kidnap me. Of course, I'd be scared. What if we just shanked him? Oh my god, that's what we should have done. What if, like, what? How would the story turn out if, like, he was a shank? Like, Lucy's just like, haha, sucker, and like shanked him in the throat or something. <laughs> he was having a breakdown in the movie he made her go to sleep like he he tricked her to go to sleep and then she woke up and then he was gone like that's a red flag like run run at that point run away like my gosh dang that's weird as heck okay uh here more what would you i mean there isn't very good what would you do questions yeah this story is like so like boring I know. I'm sorry. It's just my main thing. I do not believe that this story should be as popular as it is, even now. I think the only reason why is because it's a quote-unquote classic, even though there's better classics. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's pretty boring, and there's not that much depth to the plot or anything. Like, it's just, like, children running around, like, trying to kill the Wicked Witch and trying to fulfill the prophecy. Like, the program was more interesting than this. Of course it was. I mean, it doesn't mean it was good, but it was definitely more interesting. Um, okay, if you were the Wicked Witch, 
what would you do? I would do exactly what she did. As I said before, she's like a genius. She kidnaps Kate. I don't, I don't know if I'd make it winter because one, I don't like the cold very much. Then you'd control your people. I would probably do that because, you know, you want power. I'd probably destroy the portal. I don't know why she didn't do that. She didn't know of the portal. But like, if the kidnapper like found out or something, right? And he's just hanging around the forest. Yeah, I would have made Edmund like take me back to the portal and then I would have like destroyed it. Yeah, just destroy it. And then the kids, they like have no chance of going back. But like, then you're kind of gambling because if they do kill you, then you're kind of done for. And if the, or you could just throw them back. I don't know why she didn't just like shank them all. Like that sounds pretty bad, but like, if there's literally only four, if there's four children, you shake one of them, therefore the prophecy cannot be fulfilled, then you kind of win. Yeah, and just a friendly reminder that this is 59 minutes and 30 seconds. We should end this. Yeah, my computer has nine more percent. I'm plugging mine in. All right, thank you for joining us in this episode of The Bookish Besties, where we discussed The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. It's kind of a wordy title. Yeah, I don't like it. And make sure to check out our <laughs> and make sure to check out our social medias on Instagram at the bookish besties underscore and on TikTok at bookish besties. We are your co-hosts, Seher and Taya. Make sure to look forward to our next episode coming out next week about the land of stories. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. Bye. Bye.